0: The Will Kane Show podcast is presented by Eno, the Capital One assistant. What's in your wallet?
1: We're going to have Tim Hasselbeck for double segments. Jeff Saturday a little bit later as well. And we got Will Kane all day today, Monday, the Rossillo show. Hit us up on Twitter at Rossillo show, 1-800flowers.com, Twitter feed for all of your last minute gift needs, guys. Get this stuff done. It's nice. The missus is cooking. Maybe you just are festive at your house by yourself get some flowers visit 1-800 flowers.com right now and you order a dozen merry red roses for only $29.99 you get another dozen absolutely free to order go to 100 flowers.com slash ESPN I'm gonna play the Diddy audio for you a little bit later A.K. Puff Daddy what was he gonna be there for like a minute was it buddy love brother love brother love Bubba was just about to jump in Bubba did you know that yeah, Brother Love, yeah, because people in wrestling are yeah. really upset because there's a guy, Brother Love, like, oh, you stole his name, it's
0: Brother Love, come on. Is that why he abandoned it? Probably, yeah.
1: Wrestling always wins. That was a soft launch for Diddy on that Brother Love Beta thing. version. Yeah, and then he's like, what are you guys, nuts? I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't change my name to something dumb. Diddy. Still Diddy. Uh, I kind of wish Bubba had picked up on the cues there to drop our collective soul, though I thought we were going to get a lot of this week before the holidays. I feel like you're you're messing It'll be that around. Up. Don't worry. Do I need it on the board here, or am I going to abuse it?
2: <laughs> you
1: might abuse it, but we can we can get it over there. So you're saying I would abuse it? Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, but because the Panthers are for sale, and the investigation into Jerry Richardson from Sports Illustrated, all the stuff. Do you want to just start there quick on on that Jerry Richardson stuff? Because I'm reading along going, okay, where's the smoking gun? Where's the smoking gun? Maybe he's just an old dude. Maybe he's a, oh, he, can I shave your legs? I'm not. <laughs> I go, okay. Uh, there's no counter to, hey, thanks for making it to work today. Can I shave you?
0: <laughs> you can't contextualize that one? No. <laughs> like, well, whoa, lady, wait a minute. What date? Was if it If you Tuesday? put that in the proper con-
3: context. Uh, was it someone's birthday?
1: You know, I'm just trying to think. Like Michael Scott, could Michael Scott get away with, hey, shave your buddy at work day? <laughs> uh... Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Okay, so yeah, uh, I, you can you can jump off there a little bit, or do you want to get right to the Ceruti talk?
0: You want me to talk now? Is what you're saying? <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. I, well, I didn't know. I didn't want to transition out of this, Will, unless you wanted it. Like, did you want to stay with this? Because I know this has kind of been your your. Uh, My thing? Yeah, your thing for a bit.
0: No, oh, because I've said that the, yeah. the storm is coming for the sports world? Yeah. It's true. Let me tell you what I think. First of all, I got two analogies, so just keep up with both of them. Okay. All right? I'm locked First in. of all, I have said, right, that there is a storm coming for the sports world. I think we now know that to be true. What I will continue to tell you is I believe you are only getting the outer bands of what we now know is a Cat 5 storm, that it's going to get worse before it gets better. It is now claimed the owner of an NFL franchise and it will claim more and it will be more scandalous. You're going to say
1: more owners are going to be going down.
0: No, I didn't say more owners. I'm just saying more high profile, more all encompassing, more conversation from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. This will encompass everything. And I'm just telling you, I don't know how it lasted that long that it was Hollywood and it was media, but it wasn't sports. It was clear that it's coming. And I want to say this also, this is my other analogy. I told Cerruti and the guys in the control room, do you know what, um, cowboy poker is? Rodeo poker?
1: Uh, is that where you
0: know everybody else's cards? No. Now, right. sometimes at rodeos, maybe during a slow moment, maybe at smaller rodeos, they play. I only go to smaller rodeos. Well, I'm surprised you haven't encountered this yet. Then, <laughs> uh, PBR's coming to Madison Square Garden here at the beginning of January. Happy to take you. Um, end of January? Beginning. Beginning? More. Um, Cowboy poker is you put a card table in the middle of the arena. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. I know this. Four dudes sit down and start playing poker. Yep. Right? Then they release the bull. And the game is who can stay seated the longest? Who remains playing poker? Maybe the card table itself goes into shreds. Yeah, and then the four guys will just be sitting there. Maybe sometimes dudes go flying. And maybe some guys go, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm out of here and take off running. It feels like society is playing cowboy poker right now. There are just people dropping. Left. And right. You never know where it's coming next. Stay in your seat. Keep playing cards. If you're doing your things right, maybe he doesn't come for you.
1: <laughs> well, we're going to find out from Diddy uh, that he wants to own the team. The Rasillo Show, it's ESPN Radio. But Suruti asked this question in the pre-show, which I think I know Saruti's answer. And that's why he's asking the question.
0: Yeah, it was, would you have any trepidation about buying an NFL franchise right now in the current climate?
1: So what are you asking me? Exactly with <laughs> with
0: how we don't know what a catch is. Fans are angry. I don't care about ratings are thing. down. There's all sorts of off the field protest things going on. Do you think it's so, worth? So I got first thing he said is we don't know what a catch is. Well, that I'm recency biased. That's right, going right. to stop somebody from buying a franchise.
1: <laughs> here's here's what I would say. So I I could put together a portfolio two plus two you know whatever. Plus, I got to go over two billion, right? So I I get my guys. I start calling all my dudes. I go, all right, so let's put together a package. All right, I'm in for 100 Okay. <laughs> so I'm putting together this package. And basically what I have to do is I have to convince myself, is this investment going to be worth it, or am I buying football at its peak? Am I buying that brownstone in maybe your neighborhood in New York City now? Williamsburg. All right. Am I buying... Brooklyn. I Whatever. Any rich, fancy, like high demand... Am I buying... This real estate right before the bubble, okay? Am I buying it right before the bubble? And my guess would still be if I'm putting together this ownership group, I will see an increase in value of the football property, even if it's not at the scale that it's grown the last 10 years, that I will have a return on my investment in a sports franchise in 10 years. So I would still buy it despite all their problems.
0: And my answer to you, Rudy, was because you asked this question directly after having the Jerry Richardson conversation as well, I don't have any skeletons. So, yeah, I'll buy an NFL franchise. <laughs> Will took this a, different, a whole different way.
1: So you went that way. I thought about the money. Just can I put together my money? And I would say, like, here's the problem. Every time an owner complains about their challenges in ownership, who loses money with these things? So you could say the reckoning is coming, and I'm talking about financially, that all of a sudden what? That... ESPN and Fox and CBS and NBC like we can talk about the live rights bubble but when I think back to the charts that I look at and all the projections of how people consume stuff live sports isn't just going to automatically go away we can talk about some declining NFL ratings and maybe a trend that continues but I don't like NFL ratings can go down and it can still be the most valuable television property with the way people watch today live sports in the moment That's what people are still watching. So you can tell me a rating's going down, but so is everything else. So if I still have the best property, I just don't see if I bought an NFL franchise in 2017 that I'd be losing money when I sold it in 2027. I don't see that happening.
0: I'm with you. I still think you're going to get a return on your investment because also NFL franchises aren't just, is the bottom line red or is the bottom line black businesses? They are prestige ego businesses, and there's always more ego buyers out there. I mean, it is a game of musical chairs at some point to play it like that, but I think it's a pretty big prestige buy that will continue to trade. I will say this. The way that I answered the question, I think will be increasingly part of the equation. Can I afford to own something high profile if I don't have the behavior or background to back it up? Because you buy an NFL franchise, maybe you don't want to sell it a year later. Maybe you don't want to sell it two years later. No, nobody does it and then sells it. Maybe you need to hold on to it for ten years. But what if something comes out in your background, and you're forced to sell two and a half years into this project that's not the way you want to do these businesses so i think everybody needs to be asking themselves do i deserve a spot or can i withstand a spot in the public spotlight and owning nfl franchises are in the public spotlight so diddy what's your perfect diddy would what- be fine diddy. you kidding diddy. me, bad boy diddy, <laughs> diddy is for
1: sure diddy, diddy is back folks okay this
0: diddy's a choir boy we know that so this that ought to work.
1: has to be one of the dumbest things debated in social media history is what would Diddy be as as an owner? And he's winning. He's winning this twenty four, forty eight hour news cycle by even being talked about here. Um but you're gonna hear from him next his proposal where he screws up the name of the team, which is Locke for me. That's next. We're still the show, it's ESPN radio.
3: In life, there are talkers and there are doers. Sometimes it's not hard to tell the difference. Mike Bloomberg has spent his life getting big things done. Starting his business out of a one-room office, Mike built a company with 20,000 employees, all with good pay and quality health care. Elected mayor in the aftermath of 9-11, Mike got to work helping rebuild a shaken city, creating nearly 500,000 new jobs and expanding health care for nearly 700,000 New Yorkers. geico presents
1: left brain versus right brain
3: after much deliberation i've decided we should switch
2: to geico hey sounds good to me we could save hundreds of dollars on our car insurance which
0: now i'm just blue sky in here we can reinvest those funds into my business idea
2: not this again first get some investors on board right nobody is going to invest in dental floss made of turkey jerky okay well not with that attitude wow
1: geico 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more your puff daddy p diddy diddy level of interest were about the same age. Give me peak diddy for you. Was not high. Never.
0: Mm-mm.
1: No. I never liked him. <laughs> not once. I liked Mace a little bit. I was
0: going to say the same thing. I liked Mace a little bit and that was actually the only reason I ever paid attention to Diddy. Those Mace Mace had like two or three in a row that were just really really Yeah, good.
1: but even that was pretty short lived, and I I saw
0: Mace... I'm told Mace is beefing right now with Cameron. Pretty heavy. Are you serious?
1: Yeah. Well, that's not cool, guys. Diddy, you gotta respect all of the other stuff, but, like, as a performer, buying his album, like, now, nah, Come on, man. Like, even when it was happening, I wasn't super into it. But he has stayed relevant. I believe one time at the SPs I saw him. I would love if someone here at ESPN could send me an internal email, work email, and back this up. But I believe... Diddy bought two seats or demanded – he didn't pay for them because that's not how it works famous people at the ESPYs. But he had two seats in the front, and he left the other one empty. Baller move. But why? Just because it's Diddy. He wasn't going to bring – his statement was he wasn't going to bring anyone with him to the ESPYs. And on top of that, my plus one is just going to be an empty seat.
0: It's like buying a first-class ticket. I just get a little extra, extra leg room there.
1: No, I don't know, because the seat's next to him. So unless he's going to let his like, arms out, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It. Right. Like that elbow rest down there. I, I think that's what happened. I've never seen anything like it anyway. So that's the guy. We know how much he's more about being a mogul than he is ever being a rapper. So to add to that mogul level, he said that he wanted to buy the Panthers with the reports that Jerry Richardson is now selling them.
3: OK, uh, this is just in breaking news. The North Carolina.
1: Pan- okay, focus at
3: least on that <laughs> beginning
1: part on which team it is, because I want to. I want to make sure it's the same team.
3: Okay, y'all. This is just in breaking news: the North Carolina Panthers. Okay, the North Carolina Panthers are up for sale. I believe it's time to turn the franchise over to new ownership. Well, I need to send a message out to everybody in the beautiful state of North Carolina. I will be the best NFL owner that you can imagine. I will immediately address the Colin Kaepernick situation and put him in the running for next year's starting quarterback. It's just competition, baby. It's just competition. But also, I will have the best halftime show, the best selection of music, and we will win.
0: Not if you start, cat. Uh, Super over Cam.
1: Why why would we cut it off there? He says multiple Super Bowls, right? He says Super Bowls. Gets
0: cut off in the video, yeah.
1: Oh, I saw a video where it doesn't get cut off, where he says we're going to win Super Bowls.
0: So let me just get this straight. On the agenda, sign Colin Kaepernick, put him in contention to start over Cam Newton. won an MVP. Really good halftime shows, best music selection, in and out of timeouts, win Super Bowls, in that order. Maybe in that order? It was off the cuff. You're writing it down? Yeah, I I'm see. just I'm trying
1: to I'm trying to see what this would be. Uh, obviously, I want this to happen, but what I can't believe is that people don't understand what's going on here. It's it's just, hey, I'm going to release a video. It's going to get a few million views. I stay relevant. I'm in the cycle now for a couple days. And it's like, oh yeah, that's right. There's Diddy. And by the way, graphics on TV. I'm sorry, but graphics guys today on the Russell Show on ESPN News don't graphic that as P Diddy. Like we were, a, we're a newer show here. Okay, we're the show that gets it. This is not, this is not Harlem Shake here. Okay, don't graphic him as P Diddy. It's the Rosillo show. His name's Diddy. You're embarrassing me now.
0: I <laughs> like when you snap when you talk. Like, yeah. So like you're a Hollywood mogul now.
1: But then people were doing them like, what would he be like as an owner? Yo, that would be great, right?
0: This is this 40 seconds tells you'd be a disaster. Let's have it happen. But he's not alone now, right? He's got others in on his ownership group. One of which is his potential starting quarterback. Kaepernick wants in. Kaepernick's in. He wants to be an NFL. Steph owner with Curry him. wants in. On Diddy's ownership group.
1: Yes, he said I'm in. He and knows Steph hasn't done the update yet on his phone.
0: He knows. Steph knows. It's not the North Carolina Panthers, at least. Yeah, that's that's a tough. Like if I said, "Hey, can't believe the Pats are for sale.
1: I want to buy the Boston Patriots." <laughs> How do you think that would go over in the 617? Like does he not know that they changed that 40 years ago? 50 years ago?
0: Well, I'm guessing South Carolina doesn't feel good about it right now. Any denizens of South Carolina feel a little slighted by it.
1: Or maybe they never really bought in all the way. Uh but yeah, I saw like serious people going, "Hmm, I wonder, I wonder." You know what he's probably doing, this is the deal, is they go, "Can I do one of those Magic Johnson Jeter deals?" I give you like twenty million, and then I make it back in salary in four or five years, and I have other people pay for it. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I don't blame any famous person for going. Okay, can I have the Jeter deal? Yes. Can I do a two percent kick in, and yet everybody thinks I'm the owner, and then I get to do all the TV stuff,
0: and I get a five million dollar salary a year.
1: Jeter's going to make back his investment in less than four years on the Marlins. Right, on salary alone. Right, and then he's going to have a percentage of when they're sold. Yes. I've done it wrong. I should have just been a Hall of Fame shortstop this whole time. And And
0: it's a shame your dad didn't talk to you about that. I know. Like got career advice or maybe an advisor at the University of Vermont?
1: Yeah, be like, okay, here's the plan. I think I'm going to drop pre-law, and I'd like to be a Hall of Fame athlete.
0: And she would have been like, he or she, the council would have been like, well, on the plus side, high likelihood – of ownership stake in a professional franchise at the back end. Yes, yes. If. On the co- downside. Right. Have you sexually harassed anybody? <laughs> can
1: you do 15 years of advanced metrics? Can you do that? All right. Coming up next, one flowerscom Twitter feed at Russillo Show. Are we seeing the beginning of the end of the Seahawks? It's ESPN oh. Radio. Electricity
0: charge inside, and energy like the lightning strike Take one spark and I will ignite. Never stopping, I won't stand by Now that human resources director Ryan Lee has chronos for HR, payroll, talent, and time, he's really on top of his game. He even has his own hype song. I'm the best beyond belief. I got strength and got the speed. I got the that- entire workforce. Complete with different hours, skill sets, and pay grades. No nobody
3: catching up. They're not fast or strong enough. I've got that electricity charging sky. I'm say take one
0: and- I'm attracting and engaging the best people every step of the way. Never stopping, I won't stand by. Kronos, HR solutions for the modern workforce and the people who support them. Learn more at Kronos.com slash HR Swagger. Never stopping, I won't stand by. I won't stand by.
1: Tim Hasselbeck will be here. We'll get back to the Steelers' woes and the Pats' win as they are now the one seed in the AFC and what that means to the playoffs with Will Kane, the are show on ESPN Radio. Reminding everybody, 30 for 30 podcasts have returned. These are stories you just have to hear to believe. Subscribe now to listen to them. You can hit it up in the Listen tab of the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts, brought to you by the City Double Cash Card. Again, Hasselbeck coming up a little bit later. The Seahawks, I've told you I have a hard time quitting them, and they start off. Um, you know, one and two and you're like, whatever, what are we doing here? They, they didn't feel like they were scoring any points and then they started scoring points and then it looked like their defense was turning things around. And they'd lost a couple close games, the Atlanta game, the Washington game. So things felt a little better. Then they lose to the Jags who everybody's losing to and they get absolutely housed at home to the Rams. I mean, they're down 34 to nothing. Thirty, yeah, thirty-four to nothing at the half. They lose forty-two-seven, and then you got Pete Carroll going. We're not any good. Were
0: you happy with the effort in a game like that? When
3: it's I wasn't so happy so with long? anything,
2: there was nothing about that game. It, we, we avoided getting shut out, you know. We we scored a touchdown, and uh no, there's there's nothing to be happy about. That was a, that was a, a really dismal performance by us.
0: So, have you quit them?
1: Well, that Eagles win is still going to stick in my head here a little bit, okay? Because I don't think many teams could do what they did against the Eagles. That's my whole point. Like, when you actually, like, how many teams could sit there and go, hey, Eagles, we're going to dominate you, we're going to dominate you defensively. And they're missing guys in their secondary. But now it's catching up to them. And now Russell Wilson, who I thought should have been the MVP two weeks ago, it's not that he wasn't great. And because he wasn't, then he sacked seven times as well. But yeah, I'm not. I'm no longer afraid of the Seahawks if they end up finding a way to sweat it
0: into the playoffs here. They will not win the Super Bowl this year. Okay, well. I think they will not make the playoffs. I think that was such a punctuation mark yesterday to the Seahawks season. And I guess if one wanted to be really dramatic, you could say that's a punctuation mark on. This iteration the Seattle of the run. Yeah. This run is over. I, I mean, it has to call it a dynasty. So whatever we call no, this no, run. No, no, but the yeah. run. The run yeah.
1: of, it's the Seahawks, the team
0: yeah, as you we were know afraid them. of. Right. Yeah. I mean, wasn't it 40 to nothing at one point? Or did it only get to 34 yeah. to nothing? It got to 40 to nothing. Todd Gurley destroyed that Seattle Seahawks defense. And the Seahawks did something which I feel like is more indicative of why this is the the, I don't know if it's the beginning of the end or just the end of the Seahawks, and as they continue to turn on themselves and play outside the bounds of football. There were unsportsmanlike conduct penalties again. There's bickering after each play. There's just chippiness. There's poor. It, they looked like sore losers throughout this game. And then at the end of the game, Bobby Wagner, what do we have? Do we have that tweet? Bobby Wagner tweeted. Suri, can you put that
1: up? Well, because Earl Thomas... Suggested that Bobby Wagner should not have played because Wagner was injured. Okay. Earl Thomas is saying basically, Hey, he was hurt. Probably shouldn't have been out there. We had other guys that may have been able to help and Wagner wasn't having it and even accused Thomas essentially of being jealous of other people's success. And the tweet from Wagner, um, was, I believe it was one of those get your name out my mouth deals. Yeah, there it is. And they said, E, keep my name out your mouth. Stop being jealous of other people's success. I still hope you keep balling, bro. So he and went. He deleted it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is Earl Thomas and Bobby Wagner, two of the foundations, two of the cornerstones of that Seahawks defense.
1: And two great, just great guys to talk to. I'm not telling you I know them because you have had them on the show a bunch of times, but both great interviews, both into it. Isn't this just a classic? Isn't this a bit like the Cam Newton thing, though? When you felt some of those highs, and obviously Cam lost the Super Bowl, but you felt some of those highs, that there are certain athletes that when it is not going right and you're used to it going right, those are the teams that quit. The teams that go, this this isn't who we are. This is awful. And it's not just the bad team that's used to being bad. It's the team that's been great that can't handle being as terrible as the Seahawks looked yesterday and they're just dudes that are, are mouthing off to each other because they're, they're not used to this. They're not figuring out the things they usually figure out.
0: Well, the truth of the matter is the Seahawks were doing this when they were winning as well, right? Yeah. They just didn't that's, pull them down. That, that's exactly
1: like, this is the sore loser thing, but sometimes guys are sore losers because you're just insufferable and you don't want to hear from them anymore, but other times it's just, well, cause you're freaking out. You go,
0: Wait a minute. Does this validate Pete Carroll or does this undercut him? So we out for years, the Seahawks have been a winning organization on the football field. Yet there are players yelling at their offensive coordinator, bickering in the news, walking out of press conferences. That's going on consistently under Pete Carroll. We talked about it, but it didn't really come back on Pete Carroll. It didn't indict Pete Carroll. But now in the midst of getting smashed by the Rams, having a complete meltdown against the Jaguars, it looks like Pete Carroll has no control over this team.
1: Well, we've heard from Lewis Riddick, we've heard from others that understand it, is that with all the personalities, going back to Marshawn being there, and that secondary, and Bennett, that this team, Pete, likes it to be chaotic. He likes everyone to be themselves, and for it to be chaotic, which is funny because they have kind of the, the least chaotic face of the franchise ever, and Russell Wilson And as bad as it looks now and looks like they quit yesterday. And you're right. Down 40 to nothing. And by the way, to a division opponent that we're still probably holding back a little bit on going, are the Rams really this good? And they go up to that place and go up 40 nothing on you. A team that had a five year run at this Seattle, five years of double digit wins, five years in the playoffs, two Super Bowl appearances, very well could have had two Super Bowl wins. Like I'm not going to then blame them as this falls apart saying that they've handled their business the wrong way. When the way they handled their business was one of the best teams in the league for half a decade.
0: Look, uh, Jimmy Graham, unrestricted free agent. Is there any sense that you think Richard Sherman will be back next year?
1: No, because they wanted to trade him this offseason.
0: Right. Sheldon Richardson, unrestricted free agency. Luke Wilson tied in. I mean, Paul Richardson, the wide receiver. Yeah, and the secondary is older. I mean, all
1: of those guys in the secondary are older and they all have been hurt a little bit. Like, suggesting that this isn't going to miraculously turn around and the Seahawks are going to, you know, are not going to be a Super Bowl contender in 2018, like, this is kind of how it works, right? This is what sports, this is what's supposed to happen.
0: Yeah, and the familiar faces that we've come to recognize as the Seahawks, I just don't know that we can count on them being the Seahawks next year. And maybe, maybe by the way, that'll be addition by subtraction, subtraction, because at some point, I think you do have to get your house in order. I don't subscribe to this chaos theory. it's a, what, but it worked. Didn't it? I mean, it's kind of funny how we, re, we 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 reverse engineer that. Like, did it work because of the chaos theory or did it work in spite of the chaos theory? If it's because of, it's just curious we don't have many other examples of that.
1: No, you don't. <laughs> right. If you were a head coach, you'd be like, okay, well how do you want to do this? You'd be like, I want everybody mouthing off all the time. I want no clear
0: direction. We're doing and, the Seahawks thing. I'd like insubordination. <laughs> yeah. What would you say, Coach Tomlin, is your path to success? Who? What would be your model? General Chaos, the Seattle Seahawks way. That's the model we're going to implement here.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm going with in spite of. <laughs> but this, I, you you've been on this for a little bit. I, I mean, oh, Michael even, Bennett, I, no fine last week. What well, made me think that you said you've been on this? <laughs> Will came, <Kane. laughs> folks. No fine, no fine, no fine. Only player, only player who got. Everyone who got a flag at the end of that Jaguars game got fined, but one. Wait a minute, so the white guy got fined? Linder? Well, I don't think he got flagged. Linder
1: uh, didn't, get right, flagged. He didn't get flagged. for anything? Yeah. Just making sure I want to keep track. Of the race standings.
0: It's I'm back, folks! I just
1: want to keep track of the fines. Um, that was ugly. That was ugly. But two weeks, I mean, think about the shift in how some of this stuff has played out. Pittsburgh looks like they're going to lose to a Baltimore team that, again, is playing a little bit better on offense the last month or so. But that's that primetime game. And the Steelers come back and you go, why the hell are you screwing around with the Ravens? Why the hell does it look like Brett Hundley can move the football on you with the Packers? And then they look like they're going to pull out this win against a really good Pats team. And they're, if you're a Steelers fan, you're going, hey, say what you want, but we lost Antonio Brown early. We win that game. Okay. All right. That's not a, that's not a reach. But the Pats go into Pittsburgh, beat a Steelers team now lead the standings for the number one seed in the AFC East after they dropped a total dud against the Dolphins on Monday Night Football, where it's probably the worst the Pats have looked all season long. I don't even think that's debatable, really. So there's these little pockets of like, even really good teams can look terrible, but you're like the safer bet on this one is that it, the Seahawks are not always going to be sitting there in the NFC Championship game.
0: Hey, real quick, if you're a Steelers fan, yeah. how do you feel today? Do you feel optimistic or pessimistic about your team? Uh, I'll answer After that next. Day. We'll ask Tim Hasselbeck that. Okay.
1: Okay. Let's yeah. get Hasselbeck's answer on that one. He'll be in studio with us for still the Show, Will Kane, reminding you watch all three hours of the show on ESPN News.
0: And now another edition of Obvious News from Geico. Obvious News! Experts now say that wearing more clothes in the winter will, in fact, help you be warmer. We asked cold victim Trent Patterson about this, and here's what he said. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I, I was a little cold, put on a sweater, then wasn't cold i was like what also in obvious news geico makes it easy to save money and easy to reach them with licensed agents available around the clock so switching is a really smart decision that's obvious news from geico we
1: have our financial advisor tim hasselbeck with us for the rusillo show will kane espn radio because you're we just breaking down all the diddy purchase stuff because diddy <laughs> And lost by the Panthers. And then we started going through what the numbers would be for the other partners that got on Twitter and said, in, count me in. But I want to do that a little bit later because, Will, I know you have a question
0: for him. Well, I asked you this before we went to break, Ryan. I'm going to ask you, Tim. So after yesterday's game, Patriots-Steelers, if you're a Steelers fan, that clock hits zeros, how do you feel about your team today? you feel optimistic about their future this season? Or do you feel pessimistic?
2: Um, I think you're disappointed not because of the outcome of the game. I think you're disappointed because Antonio Brown got hurt. And and you don't know if you know when you're getting them back. I mean, I I think your bigger takeaway is the loss of Antonio Brown. Well,
1: okay. Brown goes down. You're looking at it like it's all right, it's stupid playing. We still almost win this thing, but I get I think I feel like the Brady pick and then the short field and touchdown for the Steelers was almost lost in all this. Like, if that pick doesn't happen, I don't know if the Steelers crack 16 points.
2: Oh, yeah, but listen, I think we think that New England's a good team. They took New England to the wire, um, really had multiple opportunities to beat them. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, if you just look at it as a, you know, look, the team that many people believe is the favorite to go to the Super Bowl in our conference, can we beat them? They've kind of had their way with us, especially in the postseason. Can Are we good enough to beat them? Can we beat them? Are we a different team now? And I think they kind of feel like, yeah, man, we were toe-to-toe with them. Like, we're, we're, like, you know, and whether it's a mistake made by another team or not. Like, New England's looking at it like, look, we made the plays they didn't. Even though it'd be very easy to just look at that game and say, well, this call goes that way. And you eliminate, you know, the dumb decision by Ben late and you win the game. But... I think the bigger thing for them is they felt like they could play with New England before the game. They certainly feel that way after the game, and you know, other than having to go to Foxborough, I think the bigger disappointment is Antonio Brown's hurt. Yeah,
0: I think that the Foxborough thing is the reason anybody's in entertaining the idea that you'd feel pessimistic. If I were a Steeler fan, I'd watch that yesterday and I'd feel great. I mean, the things that went wrong for the Steelers. You got us. that's fixable. That kind of play at the end of the game, that's at not, the, that's not a At the end of the game, the pick,
1: but that's, that's kind of my point is that no one's bringing up the Brady pick in a short field and a touchdown. So I'm not trying to be this like pro Patriot thing on the whole deal, but I don't, I don't know. Why do you get to include that well, you, pick I, at the I, I end think, and say, oh, well, you know, the Steelers would have won if it wasn't for that one and then
0: dismiss the Brady pick? No, but one. I'm not saying that. I, I think it's, it's, it's less of a hot take. But I think some people said.
2: look at those picks being somewhat different in the sense that like, you know, one is more, um, just traditional football play guy gets driven pressure, back into his yeah. lap pressure on the quarterback where bens is it's not even really a play it's a it's a fake spike and you you know you're trying to make something happen i think the other aspect of it um you know in terms of how you look at it um pittsburgh's first touchdown should not have stood they throw a flag and in the left guard's 3 yards down the field it's a run pass option so they throw a flag for a legal man downfield, and for some unknown reason, they pick up the flag, and then CBS never shows it to us again. Yeah, they went just went, hey, everything's good. Went back and looked at it, and there's no that play should, it should not have been a touchdown.
1: Okay, help us out with Roethlisberger then, because the explanation afterwards, everybody's trying to figure out who called the code red. Okay, who ordered the code red, I guess is the best way to put that. And Roethlisberger immediately tells us, uh, his version of this. To be real clear on that, is that Randy or Todd in your ear saying go for it instead of clock it? Uh, yes. Which one? Uh, Todd. Uh, no, once, once again, that's coming from the, the head guy, someone's telling him, but, but you know, they, um, you know, maybe they wanted a the field goal. You know, maybe they wanted a tied, I, I don't know. And so maybe that's on me. Uh, maybe I should have uh, just clocked it, whatever it is. But I don't know. So we're not going to look back and second-guess anything or anybody. Uh, we, we lost the game, and, and I threw a stick in the end of the game to lose it. What's going on there? Rodney Harrison flat out called him a liar, basically, on the Sunday night halftime broadcast. He goes, yeah, Ben needs to own it more and realize that it's all on him. Uh, I don't know. You can not like Roethlisberger, but to then say, okay, I'm going to blame Todd Haley for this thing. Maybe he's just, I don't know. What do you think?
2: Well, I mean, there's a couple of things that I just find generally confusing about what he says, you know, because he says, you know, that comes from the head man. I mean, the truth is Mike Tomlin has zero involvement at all in terms of calling plays offensively. None, you know? And so, um, I don't know how that, how Ben feels like that's coordinated from, Mike Tomlin, in terms of what the play call is, whether you're stopping the clock there, um, you know, right So Haley wouldn't even seconds. do that. No, 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 no. Tomlin, Tomlin he's saying.
1: Oh no! I, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, like Tomlin but, wouldn't have any input on. Do you want to go kick the field goal and clock it? No, or? no, no, no.
2: He has the endpoint of of hey, hey, let's stop the clock, right? Okay. But but he's not saying run this play, run yeah, the I fake spike, that. run yeah. like. There's not time to organize that now. That is something that could come from um, that could come from the sideline. It easily could come from Haley. The other aspect of it is this, especially with somebody like Ben that's played as much as Ben has played, it could come straight from Ben. You know, and now, now regardless, and, and this is the case for sure. Regardless if it came from. Tomlin, Ben, Ben's mom, his sister, or Ben himself, it doesn't matter. What matters is it wasn't there. So when you call it, okay, so you basically you're yelling, clock, 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 you signal so you signal to one receiver, the guy that you're thinking of throwing the route to, you signal to him the route you want him to run, and then you fake the spike and you throw it. everybody no one else even knows what's going on. It's just you and that other guy. Well, when it's not there, you now have to throw it away. It's like calling a flea flicker. Just because you call it a flea flicker doesn't mean you need to throw it down the field if, if it's covered. Right. It's the same principle.
0: So that's how, that's how the fake clock works. Only one other guy, along with the quarterback, knows what's going on. Well,
2: that sometimes signaled- sometimes you may have something different. Like you may say, Hey, Big Ben, Big Ben. You know, maybe that is a different type of clock play, right? And right. where it's that is the fake play. But when you watch them, okay, when you watch them do it. There's nine other guys not doing anything. You look at where Le'Veon Bell is. Le'Veon Bell is frozen, you know, kind of you know, off the line of scrimmage, but he's not even behind. Like He's not even in like, the tackle box. He's just standing still as to not to get a legal motion penalty.
1: Let's talk with you about how much it would actually cost to get in on some of this ownership here for the North Carolina Panthers.
2: I'm in it with you guys if you guys are in. <laughs> Will's You're gonna got have that. to carry most of the He's weight got on this that one. New York City no, Will, money.
1: Will's got that old money. Mm-hmm. Hasselbeck family's new money. All right, we're gonna do that next. Right <laughs> here, Rasilla's show, it's ESPN radio.